Welcome to Heels of Wrestling. Your co-host, Bobby Nagel. With me is Marcus. Say what up, Marcus. What up, guys? And today with us, we have Ben Rowe, who is a stake owner in Coastal Wrestling Federation, CWF. Ben, what's up? What's going on, gentlemen? How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. It's uh, down here in Florida, and it's not negative 20, so uh, things are looking up. Yeah, I got, got our guy from the last podcast, Pete. He's in New York. Freezing his tail off. Uh, that's that sucks. I feel bad for him. <laughs> I know, right? Shout uh, out to Isaiah. Shout out to Isaiah. Yeah, there you go. All right, Ben. So you're, I think you're the first. We've had a, a promotion guy on here, but we've never had an owner before. So I right. guess take us through the the owning a business aspect that is uh, wrestling entertainment or sports entertainment, however you want to. Well, you know, it's uh, it's a weird business to be in. And uh, I've only been a promoter, so to speak, for about six months or so. Um, there's definitely a lot of stuff that, that you don't think of and a lot of stuff that you don't realize goes on until you're the guy. The, the guy calling the shots, the guy that's um, responsible for your talent and for your promotion and for your fans. And it's definitely a different perspective to have, you know, from being a fan to being, you know, if you're a wrestler or if you're an owner, uh, it's... It's definitely unique. Oh, so I, I guess as an owner, are you also a fan, or was it more of a business aspect why you got into it? Um, I, I would have to say anybody in this business has to start off as a fan. You know, um, I would like to think a lot of the guys still in the business today are fans. You know, they started off as fans, and hopefully they'll continue to be fans because I feel like you know if if you're trying to run a promotion or even if you're trying to wrestle or perform in our business. It's really important that you don't lose touch and don't lose sight, you know, of a fan. You know, we're all that seven or eight-year-old kid that's sitting in the front row just completely amazed by the legends like Hulk Hogan, Ronnie Piper, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, you know, all the way up to today with Seth Rollins, Joe, you know, all those guys. I think if you keep that perspective as a fan, you're able to keep your finger on the pulse more of what they want to see, and it'll give you more power and more creativity to put out the best product. All right, so as far as your product goes, you guys do uh, wrestling tournaments, correct? You don't just do, like, you know, matches that run out through a certain amount of time or anything. Like, you don't have, like, the whole writing kind of scheme that you see in, like, bigger promotions. Well, we do. Um, so the, uh, the CWF tournament actually took place at our first show, official show that we had. And the whole thought process behind that tournament was, you know, needs to have a champion you need to have that top guy that you're going to push so instead of being like a lot of promotions in our area where you just hey this guy's our champion just crown him you know the fans deserve more than that they deserve better than that so myself and uh nathan crown who is also one of my you know he's helping me out with this he's one of the co-owners of the company um we came up with an idea you know like you know what instead of just crowning a champion why don't we have people fight for the champion for the championship and become the champion you know that way there's legitimacy with who the top guy is. You know, he wasn't just handed it, he earned it. So, and the, that has two upsides. The first side is you're, you're making your championship more than a prop. You're making your championship mean something. You know, people fought to earn that title. The other upside is the shows literally write themselves, you know, for the two, three, however months you want this to, to run out. Because, you know, indie promotions, we run once a month sometimes once every two months. 
So it makes the booking aspect a little bit easier from looking at it that direction. On the other side, the negative is it really limits you in the early stages on what you can do from a storyline standpoint. So what we've done in the CWF is, you know, we know who's going to win this thing, who, or at least who we want to win this thing. And so, you know, we're using the aspect and the strategy of booking backwards, which means this is our long-term goal. This is what we want. This is where we want to be in six months, 12 months. And then you book backwards on how you're going to. All right. So you know who you want to win. Yes. This, this irks me because now I want to know. Like I want to ask, well, then who's going to win? But then I guess if I say that, then no one else will want to come because they already know the end result. Well, if, if you want to know, you got to come to a CWF show to, to find That's out. That's what I'm talking about. I will say that our champion will be crowned at the next show, which is going to be in February. So it gives you all plenty of time to, you know, if you're able to make it over to come out for the show, you'll be able to witness the first ever CWF heavyweight champion. And I got to tell you, we've got a badass looking belt. Really? Uh, do you have photos of the belt? Can I see this online yet? Uh, the not be revealed until the champion. Oh, come nice. on. I mean, I yeah, like I, I like it, but also hate it because I want to see what the belt – see, you, you talk to me about things, and I want to visualize what it looks like. Now I'm guessing. Exactly. So that's the whole point of being a promoter. I'm going to promote and hook you with that you know, hook, line, sinker to draw you to the show because that's the only way you're going to see it is to come to a CWF show. So that's where you need to be. So how many of the tournaments have you done so far? So this is our first full tournament. Uh, we will have the finals at the February show where the champion will be crowned. Um, you know, I don't know if we're going to have another tournament, you know, every couple months. I would like to stick to a tournament a year. Um, obviously, our next tournament won't be to crown a champion. It'll be maybe to crown a number one contender. It'll be, you know, maybe we'll do some kind of money in the bank concept, but we'll make a twist to it because I don't want to rip off the WWE. Um, good you know, good there's, idea. There's a couple things that, yeah. that we've got. On the back burner, they're not going to release here because there's a lot of promotions in our area that want to, you know, steal other people's ideas, whether it's the names of their shows or try to steal their talent or anything like that. So I'm not going to put that info out there, but just know that there are some things cooking up that are innovative, that are new, that you're only going to see in the CWF. So what kind of what kind of business model do you think the CWF is going to go with? And when I say that, I mean, you have like WWE who basically has just their talent. But then you'll have like New Japan and Ring of Honor who has like a carousel of talent. Do you think you're going to try to develop your own people or try to do that kind of carousel model? Well, the philosophy that myself and, and Nathan have, you know, obviously we're not going to we're not going to have contracted superstars, but we do want to have guys that are loyal mm -hmm. a product and a, and a locker room atmosphere that I want to make CWF the place to work where okay. they don't want to go anywhere else because they're going to get the best pay with us. They're going to get the best storylines. They're going to get the best crowds. So that's our long-term goal. Um, on the flip side of that, if there's a guy who completely stinks to join out, I don't want him working for us because I want the best of the best. And so I want CWF to be the place for guys to know they can come there and work with the best talent and they can have the best working conditions in our area. And that's our goal. What kind of what kind of belts do you think you have, and besides your, uh, I guess world title belt, well, know, heavyweight title belt. We're, we're gonna we're, right now we're just gonna have the world championship. Uh, we may have it. We're gonna have a tag team championship as well. Um, but you know, one of the mistakes I feel the WWE is making is they have so many titles that it really cheapens and and waters down the meaning of a championship. So 
that's what I want to avoid. We're only going to have certain championships because that means it's coveted, you know, something for everybody to fight for. It's kind of like now, you know, you have some kids, you know, everybody gets a trophy. That's not how it's going to be with us. <laughs> There's going to be one or two top guys, and that's Okay. How about for the ladies? Well, right now we only have one or two female uh, wrestlers that work for us. Um, believe it or not, even though we're on the Gulf Coast, female performers are hard to come by. So um, that's something that we're working on. You know, we're looking on bringing in some outside talent. I know Bobby, some names to me for some some guys that we're looking at bringing in uh, sometime this year, hopefully. Okay, cool, cool. That sounds good. Yeah, that's what we're looking for, man. If there's any talent out there that are looking for somewhere to work, you know, we're, we're a new company. But at the same time, what we're trying to do is build a strong foundation so that there's something to come back to you know a lot of times you have these companies that are straight up um you know fly by night i guess is the best way to say it you know they'll be there no they're fly by night they'll be there one day and the next day they're gone you know that's not what we want to be we want to be here to stay and for the long run i can respect that I can respect that so as the grand puma of your <laughs> of your brand have you run into any problems is everything is it is it all paradise so far? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's all unicorns and rainbows. It's the new day all over. Uh, hey, no, it's new day rocks. It's not actually. Um, dope pancakes. What's 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 with the pancakes? What's rocking man? with I, you? I feel like they're ripping off uh, a I certain don't... electrifying superstar who made pancakes. Look, you know, I haven't been paying attention to WWE as of late because New Japan is just you know better. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I'm not even sure when they started with the pancakes. It was like two months ago. So it was before Clash of Champions they were doing the pancakes? Yep. They replaced uh, they replaced uh, their bootios in the box with pancakes, and Biggie also pulls them out of his pants. I don't watch the <laughs> weekly shows much anymore. so yeah. I know because they created a pan for the New Day show, and it had like 2018 in pancakes, and I got a piece, and they were friggin' uh, delicious. I could have been drunk, <laughs> and that's why they tasted good, but they tasted amazing in the moment. <laughs> So is there problems with your pancakes, Ben? Well, my pancakes are delicious. They've got protein and blueberries in them. But uh, <laughs> um, no, I mean, it, there's there's aspects of this business, and I feel like it's more prevalent in the indie scene. A lot of guys just lack professionalism. And that's one of the big things that, that we stress at the CWF is if you're not going to be a professional, then I don't want you there. You know, I would rather have a roster of four guys that have to wrestle – four matches in one show if they're professional i'd rather have them there than a bunch of unprofessional assholes that are going to cause us issues and, and give the wrestling product a bad name um you know another thing about this business is uh you got to watch who your friends are and you got to watch people that are trying to work you and, and say the right thing i'm not going to name any names but there's some guys that uh go into business for themselves and kind of lose sight of who the boss is you know, oh. everybody wants everybody wants to have an opinion and wants to spend the boss's money, but then they don't want to do what the boss tells them to do. So um, that's that's one issue that we're running into, and it's to the point now where you know you don't want to work for me, you don't want to work for the CWF. By all means, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out, because I know what we have. I know the good group of guys we have in our locker room, and I know the guys who want to be there. And those are the guys I'm going to focus on. Those are the guys we're going to build our company around. And for anybody else that wants to, you know, be extremely political and worry about, 
you know, not trusting me as a booker, then I got nothing for you. You know, um, my philosophy of it is, is, and, and it's how I explained it to one individual that had an issue. I was like, look, man, I said, you don't trust me, obviously. Uh, you don't think I have a good vision for the company. And I explained it like this. If I'm uh-huh. making an investment, which I am, right? If I'm investing thousands of dollars in this, Marcus, Bobby, why would I set it up to, you know what I'm saying? I would hope you would not. Exactly. So why would I want to book <laughs> someone or put someone in a position to where they're not going to get over, whether they're a heel or a face? Why would I want to put them in a position to fail? Because then that costs me money. So what sense does that make? All right. Now you I'm see not, what I'm saying? I'm not trying to, but I mean, there's lots of independent wrestling things that close every year. And it's not because they want to fail. It's just because either the market they're protruding to or the product they're putting out isn't what people want. So, I mean, exactly. it should never be your, your goal to fail. But just know that in the back of your head, failing is always an option, especially in the business world, especially in something that is very saturated in the state of Florida. Well, I, I, would, I would, for the sake of argument, I would, this is mincing words here, but failure is not an option. Um, I feel like if you Ooh. have if you have that mindset that failing is not an option, then you're going to push yourself to do everything you can not to fail. Um, and so I'll give you a prime example of what I'm talking about. So we had a Christmas show in December. There's kids in the front row, and we had an, one of our workers um, was scheduled to dress up as Santa Claus, one of the biggest guys on the roster. He was supposed to come out, dress as Santa Claus, ask the kids, you know, hey, what do you want for Christmas, little kid? Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. You know, loves that. Well, two of the biggest heels in the company are supposed to come out, cause issues with Santa Claus, you know, disrespect him, make the kids mad, all that kind of stuff. It's Christmas. So I said, hey, Santa's going to get his on you. And you all are going to powder out of the yeah. ring, go backstage, send everybody out happy. But these two individuals didn't like that. They thought it was stupid. They were worried that it was going to damage their character. You don't want to do business? I'll find something else for you. So I went out there as the owner of the company and did it myself. Took a choke slam from Santa Claus, made myself look like a fool. But you know what? At the end of the day, who was happy? As a heel, disrespected Santa, made the crowd mad. Your job or if your goal as a baby face is it to make the crowd want to see you get your ass kicked, then you might want to rethink what you're doing. So I went out there, took a choke slam, uh, Made myself look like a fool, but you know what? I've got enough faith in myself that from Santa Claus isn't going to end my career. So um, that's one of the things, you know, and, and I'm not going to ask anybody on my roster to do something I wouldn't do myself. That's been my philosophy my whole life. Anytime somebody's worked for me, you lead by example, you lead from the – and I feel like that's one thing that is missing from the indies is a lot of these promoters, and I'm not trying to get heat. This is just my perspective. A lot of promoters and even people in business – they're not willing to lead by example and lead from the front and, you know, live by the credo that you don't ask anyone to do something you wouldn't do yourself or haven't done yourself. And I feel like that's something that's going to be very valuable in the business world and the rest is just have that mindset of, look, I know what you're going to do. I know the risk you're taking. I'm not going to ask you to do something that you wouldn't do. I mean, does that make sense to y'all as fans or? No, no, I completely agree. I mean, like, and as the booker and, you know, owner of the company, I think it's dope that you're willing to step in and take charge like that, you know, because at the end of the day, the product has to be presented a certain way. And, I mean, Santa's got to go over on Christmas, you know? Exactly. Santa's got to go over on Christmas, you know? I mean, and I get uh, that. that only Triple H has the power to bury Santa. That's a lie. Stone Cold and The Rock both did it in the 90s. That's true. But I you mean, know what? Thank it's you, Barry Santa. 
<laughs> but here, here's the thing, and I take that inspiration from who else than Vince McMahon? And most recently, the man took a stiff headbutt from Kevin Owens. Yeah, you know, busted him open. Vince is in his seventies. He doesn't have to do anything. He could go and retire in Florida if he wants. But to get Kevin Owens over, what did he do? He went out, made himself look like a fool, got headbutted. Yeah, I respect. I respect the hell out of him for that. Where's Kevin Owens so, now? Exactly, Kevin Owens is on SmackDown, one of the top two in the top storyline in the in the uh, in the brand right now. I hate his storyline right now. I hate that Zayn. Zayn is what's, what's ending the show every week? Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, their feud with Shane McMahon. And you know, any feud with the McMahon name is going to be pushed to the top. Oh yeah. So that's my biggest gripe is you know, if you're a worker out there, you know your promoter is taking a lot of risk by running this. Pr- and a lot of promoters are, well, I would hope so. But I know for us, you know, if I take a loss on a show, I'm still going to make sure that the guys get paid regardless. Um, a lot of indie shows, especially around here, guys won't get paid anything. Um, our first show, I'm not afraid to say it, our first show, the pay sucked. There were guys I paid $5. But you know what? My goal was everyone's going to leave here with something. You're not going to leave here empty-handed like they would for a certain other promotion that I'm not going to name. So that was that was the thing is we're gonna set the standard, leave here empty handed. Our last show we had for Christmas, the average pay was like twenty five thirty dollars, which is pretty good on the Indies. Um, so, you know, we're just trying to do things right, build it the right way, a professional way, and all we ask for in return is that same professionalism and respect. Um, but you know, you still get guys that will no show your product. Um, you know, even though they're a big part of the tournament, they'll no show your show. Um, the only way you'll find out their book somewhere else is you'll see them on another promotions poster and they didn't even have the respect for you to let you know that that's what was, uh, that's one of my pet peeves, just lack of respect and lack of a. Pre- All right. Woo. So I'm going to play devil's advocate just cause I want to keep this going. So if I'm an independent wrestler and I mean, not to be an asshole, but dude, if, if that's my, my goal is to be like, you know, the top independent wrestler, I'm looking out for number one. And if someone's going to pay me more to do it, I'm going to go there. Now I understand that you prefer them to like you know have a conversation with you about it or something, but I mean it's just like it's like any businessman. I mean if if I get paid to do marketing for a small smaller company in my hometown, or I can drive forty five minutes to Orlando and get paid like double, I'm going. Oh, I I totally agree. That's fine. You know, you're in business to make money, but there's a way to do business. You know, if if said if individual X got paid more to work somewhere else, that's perfectly fine. But when the promoter is contacting you almost daily, multiple times, hey, are you good for this next show? And you read the message and you don't respond, that's chicken shit. You know, have the, the professional courtesy, even if you don't respect me as a person, have the professional courtesy to tell the guy, look, man, I'm not going to make it. I'm working over here. That's fine. But let the guy know because you know you're booked in a tournament and you're an integral part of the next show that you were booked on and you've known you've been booked for over a month. And so if you're not going to make it, just be like, Hey man, I'm not going to make it. And that's fine. That gives the opportunity for the promoter to make other plans, but don't just no show. And the only way that they find out is by you showing up, showing up on someone else's poster. That's chicken shit. That's a coward's way out. You know, a man would step up and say, look, I can't make it. This is why come to me man to man. And I'll understand. But when you, when you do it the way that certain people do it, that's when I have an issue. Because then, not only are you putting me in a tough spot, 
but you could be putting our fans in a tough spot and shitting on the fans. And that's ultimately what we're all here for is for the fan. So if there's fans there that are expecting to see you and you know show, that looks bad on you. It looks bad on the business. It looks bad on the end. What uh, was this the same person that was involved in the Santa Claus thing? No, different. Oh damn! I'm actually hoping we're just shitting on one person. No, different. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> no, different person. Hmm. So, as an owner, who would you say you draw the most inspiration from in going forward with your business? Uh, got it, Vince McMahon. I mean, look what the guy did. Him and Linda started out with a rental truck, a U-Haul, and a ring. You know, True. and now look what that company has become. Now, I don't have unrealistic aspirations that we're going to be the next WWE or TNA or anything like that. You know, we're small time. We're here in the Gulf Coast. I would like us to be able to run weekly or biweekly shows. That's my ultimate goal. Um, so I do draw inspiration from Vince um, and what his family's done for the industry. Because if anybody's done it right, if, any, if there's any model you should follow, that it's Vince McMahon. Um, I don't care what anybody says about New Japan or Ring of Honor or um, TNA. Regardless, whether you like Vince or not, WWE is is sports entertainment. There's not a person in this world who does not know WWE. And so that should be what everyone should should strive for, is to be the absolutes. And that's what our goal is on a realistic spectrum. I know a lot of independent... Uh, wrestling things are now doing similar to a network, but like a way that you can, some of them are as cheap as like two bucks or five bucks or eight bucks. And you can stream all of their events online. Is -hmm. that the area you're thinking about going is like online streaming a way to maybe broaden your fanhood, maybe get more people involved in watching your product and more interested in going to see it. Yeah, we're looking at doing that. Um, I'm actually in the process of working with a a local uh, television channel. Um, I want to get a TV deal um, for like, you know, Sunday morning or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, We're also going to get our YouTube channel up. We're going to be doing live, you know, live streams at our shows. And of course, you'll be able to view that later on. So that is the direction that we want to move. We're going to start having backstage segments, things of that nature, promos and and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I've taken it myself to take care of the digital department as far as um, I don't know if you guys have seen a CWF signature the signature uh, video that shows up at the beginning and end end of our videos. Um, We're going to have more things like that. I only want to have a bigger presence in YouTube and I think it's Vimeo and Facebook Live and all that kind of stuff. So that's definitely down the road. Um, But we're going to take baby steps for now and a lot more of us here in the future. Now, from a business standpoint, like a marketing standpoint, I would be careful how much content you put on YouTube if you're trying to get on television because then they will want to pay you less because they can get the same product for free. Oh, absolutely. You know, and it's it's going to be one of those things where you may not see the whole show on YouTube, but we'll show you highlights of it. Um, now, Makes at the sense. same time, we're going to test the waters. You know, if I can make more money with, with ads and stuff from YouTube than I can in a TV station, because YouTube is blowing up um, even bigger than it already has. So we've done the market research on that, and, and we'll see how that plays out. So this is just my opinion, and it's only based on, like, things that I've seen and things that I've looked at, because I do a lot of research in – both business and wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, my suggestion would be to start with promos on YouTube because that's the best way to kind of get your foot in the door, have wrestlers cut promos, and then you can share your YouTube pages on your other social media, your Facebook, your your Instagram. The Heels of Wrestling channel. The Heels of Wrestling. <laughs> so I think promos is a good way to start. 
and like maybe highlight shows if you have the capability of editing and cutting and all that fun stuff. That's just my opinion. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I mean, it's, it's in the works. Um, we're testing the waters. Um, matter of fact, Van Christopher, one of our guys, was in a Twitter feud with, uh, with Dustin Briggs a little bit ago before the Christmas show. And that kind of fed into the storyline that we had going on with those two guys at, uh, at Christmas chaos. So we're trying to reach out on social media, you know, get a little bit of a following, get our name out there. And then we're going to explore other avenues. Shout out to Dustin Briggs. He's been on the show before. Ah, that guy, that guy. I heard he's been on such a, kind of a losing streak though. He only has like one win. So <laughs> should change, step his game should change his name to uh, Bobby's name. Yeah, for real. I would have, yeah. I would have sold it. Big rig, I'm telling you. It could have been a trucker. It would have been great. Yeah, hey, man. Well, could have had a trucker booked in your uh, promotion. Yeah, he could have driven. Could run a semi. Well, we could have drive it in. Have Bobby come out as a lot lizard. Anyone doesn't know what a lot lizard is, <laughs> you should Google that. God damn it. Bobby, you want to be a lot lizard? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> meet, meet Bobby at exit 72, or is it 69? Yeah. Which exit is it? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> But yeah, we do have guys that are uh, shout out. I wanted to give a shout out to Collar and Elbow Brand. Um, if you go to collarandelbowbrand.com, they it's ran by Al Snow, which y'all know who Al Snow is. Yeah, we um, you're the second person who's plugging this Collar and Elbow. Yeah, um, Dustin Briggs is sponsored by Collar and Elbow, as well as Jake Capone, who's another CWF superstar. He's also uh, sponsored by Collar and Elbow. So uh, if you go on their uh, their social media, I'm not going to plug it here, but if you go on their social media or if you just search Dustin Briggs CWF or Jake Capone, uh, you'll see their seat, their uh, Collar Nubbo stuff. Um, so definitely go over there, support local wrestling, support indie wrestlers. Um, Lord knows they need the help because <laughs> gas is not cheap these days. So. All right. Now, what about uh, T-shirts, girl? Do you guys have CWF T-shirts? Uh, CWF T-shirts are in the works, actually. Um, thank you for bringing that up. We should be having some debut at the next show so um you never know at intermission we might be giving out some free cwf merch so you have to show up and uh, and see what's up with that um, so if, also uh, i'm sorry go ahead are you gonna sell them online like i know lots of indie wrestlers do the pro wrestling tees now because that's a big yeah um we're, we're gonna sell them online we're also gonna have a facebook store on our cwf page so you'll be seeing that stuff come up here soon also as well as some of the wrestlers are gonna have their swag on there uh that'll definitely be a a good place to go and, and find that merchandise. How you support your local wrestlers, everybody. In case you didn't know, it's not ticket sales. To be perfectly honest, it is. It is <laughs> I mean, we're here to support our local promoter, though. So yeah, buy, tickets. Yeah. buy tickets. <laughs> buy tickets. Buy tickets. Hey, buy merch. Buy everything. The heels of wrestling could do a live podcast at one of our shows. If I'm just saying, we should probably do that. We tried that once, Marcus. It didn't work out very well. Remember. But it wasn't with the CWF. It was not. That's no. the problem. That probably was the problem. Um, <laughs> as I dropped my phone. Um, yeah. That sounds like a good offer. We'll have to take up on that. I did want to throw. You know, I, I did want to throw out there. You know, we're we're gonna have. Uh, I got some big venues here coming up soon. We're gonna actually have a show at one of the biggest drag strips in the area here. So. Uh, oh really? Have some drag, some drag racing, some wrestling be a good time it'll be sometime this spring so come on out see some some diesel trucks some motorcycles haul ass down the track and then you'll see stars kick ass in the ring it'll be a oh, good, that good sounds dope sure. sounds like the perfect opportunity for dustin big rig briggs i'm telling you it wow. could have been a thing. it could have been a thing still plugging this guy he's not even here 
It, you know, it, it could have been a thing, but I, I heard Dustin, you know, I heard if Dustin Briggs ever runs into Bobby Nagel, he's going to hit him with a fall from grace for jacking his name up last time. <laughs> uh, I don't doubt it. And that's what I heard. Now, I will say if if, if shows up, um, I am not responsible for anything that may or may not happen to uh If I, if I take a fall Nagel. from grace, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting in one of them paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, have a, I'll, I'll have a CWF shirt and a free <laughs> cup of ice cream from concessions. How about that? There we go. Sounds worth it. Now, yeah. Marcus, you owe me gas money if we go up there together. Huh? Did you owe me gas money if we go up there together? Why? It's a five-hour drive, bro. I mean, take my car. Take your truck. Are you guys going to WrestleMania in New Orleans? I am, I am not, probably. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going. I already bought tickets and buying my plane tickets tomorrow. Outstanding. I haven't bought tickets yet. I'm going to hit up StubHub and buy some. You know, I've got this jabroni over here that's recording me on Snapchat while I speak to you guys. So, you know, that's interesting. There's fans everywhere of the CWF. I'll tell you that much. Hey, man. Fan of yours is a fan of ours. Is a fan of everybody's. We love all local sport of wrestling. We should Definitely. probably get a Snapchat. You should. Heels of Wrestling Snapchat. I mean, the CWF is going to have a uh, Snapchat here coming up soon. Yeah, that'll be a thing I'll set up later. Let's hope there's no ring rats that send us stuff on that Snapchat. Keep it family friendly, please. Uh, Ours may or may not be family friendly. We'll let y'all know. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) More than likely not. So, Ben. Yes. The Rumble's coming up. Mm -hmm. What's your opinions? Who do you think? Who you got winning? Men and women's. Who you got? Wow. Um... Have a well, not everyone's been announced yet. Well, I mean, we can we can more yeah. or less decide, you know, who know who's going to be. In. It may be Paige. You got Paige for the women. I'd like Paige to win. Um, I wouldn't mind that at all. And as far as the men's, I don't have a pick. I just hope it's someone that hasn't won before. I want to see something new. I want to see something we haven't seen. I don't want to see Randy Orton or Roman Reigns or anything like that. I want to see somebody new win the Rumble. So. Um, if I had if I had to pick who I would like to see win, um, I would say a heel Finn Balor who wins thanks to the Bullet Club or the Balor Ooh, Club. Ooh, I like that. That's what if I was booking, I would book Finn Balor to go over with the help of the Balor Club. So you have you have Raw winning both then. Yes. I don't know if that can happen. Who you got, Bobby? Um, for the men's, I would take the Miz. For the women's, I will take Becky Lynch because she's back. Got a little pop when she entered last Monday or last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Who was who'd you have winning the men's? The Miz. Well, see that that's cool, but I want to see someone in the main event at WrestleMania I haven't seen before. Yeah, but you know Vince McMahon won't book that. Yeah, that's why I'm not I'm not too optimistic about the Rumble this year. I think it's going to be Reigns and Rousey. <laughs> oh, that's most likely what's going to. All right, well, who's most likely what's going to happen? It's disgusting. Wait, would that be Ray's third win? No. So if you want to see innovative things, you got to come to CWF. Yeah, man. WWE has just been, to me, it's been dragging on a screen, string for the last three months. That's why I've barely been watching. It's just. Yeah, it's you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't watch Raw. I watched for the last two weeks. I haven't watched it because you had this, the college football playoff. So, um, Subject, anyone who's on my Facebook has been giving me crap. And, and you know, it's I'm working, y'all. Stop getting so heated. I'm working you and poking you for a reaction. You're giving me exactly what I want when I say that Alabama sucks and didn't deserve to be in the playoff to begin with. So, Well, they didn't. That, that is my true opinion. 
And a lot of people up here, oh, Roll Tide. No, they didn't deserve to be there. They shouldn't have been there. They're only there because of a popularity contest. I feel well, like we went to the school the, of the real national champion, so it's all yeah, we, we understand. Well, you know, we understand what you're saying. Yeah. The way Alabama played Monday, they didn't deserve to win that game. Georgia should have won. There were some huge missed calls, and I'm not mm-hmm. making excuses. You know, there were some huge missed calls. Um, say, had it been Oklahoma or Wisconsin, the outcome would have been different. Or even UCF, the outcome may have been different. So it it's going to generate a lot of heat, but. Hey, people can't stand the truth. That's why they get mad, right? Yep. Everyone's mad because we're the national champions and no one's submitted. Yep. Undefeated. <laughs> so, well, I would like to get some CWF guys on if you guys want to talk to them. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Ben, son. Guys. We'll just make sure they're uh, ready to be CWF. Heels. Ready for the big time. Yeah, we'll definitely um, see if we can't get somebody on and get you taken care of. So, I appreciate you guys having me on and all that. No oh, of course, Ben. Thank you. Thank you for giving us insight to uh, the mind of a booker, a promoter. Yeah, so just you know, last... that's the thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. I was going to say, feel free to do some last-minute promo, drop some sponsors. Who should we? Where should we look out for you guys at? All right. So we are on Facebook. If you go to facebook.com slash official CWF, that'll be us. Our logo is the letter CWF with the sunrise because we are in the sunshine state of Florida. Um, that's where we're going to be. That's where, that's where you're going to find us. Our YouTube channel will be coming up here soon. Um, so will our Instagram and our Snapchat. And if you want to get booked, email us at coastalwrestlingfederation at hotmail.com. Shoot us an email or hit us up on the CWF page and we'll see if we can get you on one of our shows. Um, we're also looking for some up and comers. You know, if you want to get into the business, if you want to try, you know, give your hands. Um, I do have a guy who worked for WWE that works with us. I do have a guy who made it to NXT and works with us. So I do have some, some guys with legitimate skills and legitimate knowledge. We're not going to take your money like other companies and not show you anything. <laughs> um, if you want to get into the business, we'll get you taken care of. We'll get you in ring time and see if it's, if it's for you. But I will say this, step into our ring and drag ass. Um, if you do, we'll kick you out of it as quickly as you got into it. All right. Sounds good, Ben. Oh, it's been another week. Uh, thank you again, Ben, for stepping by. Thank you guys so much for having me. Hope to see you guys at one of our shows soon. And uh, like I said, if you guys want to do a live podcast, uh, definitely you should come on out. Maybe for the the drag strip show would be a good. Oh, one I, I think we're gonna have to cover that for you. I think that's gonna be. Uh, I think that's gonna be put on the calendar. Shoot us a date. Okay. And the heels, heels will try to make it out there, for the fans, for the people outstanding we'll get you taken care of and uh, i'll definitely shoot you guys some names and get you some good uh some good wrestlers here on the show because we appreciate you guys at cwf so and we appreciate the work you guys put in there all right bobby you want to call us out heels out Dolph ziggler's also the man